All right. Uh, let's try to understand exactly what this is about. Uh, article up by Seth Borenstein. Sure would like larger text on this device. I may need to go in settings and um increase the size of the text on my uh, regularly used smart device. But uh, headline up here. Hot seawater killed most of cultivated coral in Florida Keys and set back for restoration effort. <laughs> Get out of here. You telling me that climate change killed what it killed? Get out of here. And you're telling me that climate change, as it continues to worsen, somehow managed to kill what you were trying to restore from what climate change killed before it was at its current level. Yeah. Let's all act surprised. Make that surprised white guy YouTube thumbnail that's so popular. All right. Article up February 16th. Record hot seawater <laughs> killed more than three quarters of human cultivated coral that scientists had placed in the Florida Keys in recent years in an effort to prop up a threatened species that's highly vulnerable to climate change. If it's vulnerable to climate change, it's walking dead. That includes me. Researchers from, all right, let's say these words again, <laughs> the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Ah, folks that regularly tune into Wine Cellar Media know those words all too well. So researchers from the NOAA this week returned to five reefs, not reefers, just reefs. And they returned to five reefs where they planted staghorn and elkhorn coral, both classified as threatened in the endangered species list. And this was to see how the uh, repopulated critters had survived prolonged water temperatures in the 90s, which would be 30 degrees Celsius last summer and fall. Most of them didn't they saw widespread death in both repopulated and wild coral on five Florida Keys reefs. Not reefers, reefs. The science nerds and all their little sciency researching and pocket protectors and suspenders and other such nerdy things... Well, they blame human-caused climate change because they're nerds. And they say it was given a boost from the natural El Nino for making the water too hot for the delicate coral, which are animals, to survive. After trying to rescue coral during heat last summer, this was uh, the science nerd's first winter look to see what survived. Oh, science nerds, you are adorable. And also, uh, again, who wrote this article? Seth Borenstein and whomever edited this article. I don't know who the editor is, but they just left that in there. 
The natural El Nino. The natural. Excuse me? All right, time now for your climate change minute. Today we're talking about the association between climate change and the El Nino Southern Oscillation, basically that pattern change between El Nino, neutral, and La Nina. This was actually something that I was learning about this morning. So learn with me here. There was research done by 98 authors from 58 different institutions in 16 countries. So a big collaboration trying to figure out how does a warming world impact this climate cycle here. So what they found was extreme events increase in frequency by the end of this century. That's what some of the climate models were showing. So every about 20 years, we see a very extreme El Nino. And what they're saying is by the end of this century, that would occur every 10 years. And when we do see an extreme El Nino event, that becomes more frequent. So it's a, it's an increase in the frequency and amplitude, basically, of these events that indirectly uh, affects things like coral bleaching, right? We're seeing that right now out in Florida, as well as tropical systems. When we see even warmer waters, uh, with a more extreme El Nino event in the eastern Pacific that fuels stronger hurricanes in the eastern Pacific Basin. So it's all kind of tied together, uh, you know, for, for good and for worse when it comes to how climate change impacts every facet of our atmosphere and ocean patterns. Yeah, anyway, though, so let's, let's try that once again. Uh, science nerds. Blame human-caused climate change with a boost from a natural El Nino for making the water too hot for the delicate coral, which are animals to survive after trying to rescue during heat last summer. And this was scientists' first winter look into what survived. Now we continue. Only 22% of the 1,500 repopulated staghorn coral that they, uh, that they surveyed were, was still alive. The NOAA said um, only about 5% of the 1,000 repopulated elkhorn corals were alive. And at Lou Key, the uh, southernmost of the reefs they looked at, they said, quote, we did not find any live elkhorn or staghorn coral, not wild, not planted. And that information came from the coral biologist, Katie Lesneski. All right. And Katie Les- Lesneski does research and monitoring, and she is a coordinator for the NOAA's mission, Iconic Reefs, not reefers. Reefs. Now, she tells us, quote, It's really horrible to witness. Besides thinking about the economic and the ecological benefits reefs and these corals provide, there's the loss of intrinsic beauty that many people come to the Keys to see and experience and just take in the loss of that. And just to take in the loss of that is also very upsetting. Okay, Uh, this individual further tells us her fucking values by saying there's still a lot of data to be collected to really understand the full impact, but we certainly have not seen something like this in recorded human history. Now, the first concern was economic impact. The second was ecological 
and the third, and this is just in, in, in the order with which she stated them, and they were printed by the Associated Press. The third is, well, we just won't want to miss the beauty. So capitalism first. Ma'am, capitalism is what got you smooth the fuck in this. All right? Tourism bad, actually. And I know you don't want it to be bad because you want to see Italy... I just want to see Italy. I just want to see France. I just want to see the pyramids. Look at a fucking picture. Look at a video in high definition. They got up close shots of everything you want to see. Or if you live somewhere where there's a bunch of Europeans, I'm pretty sure you can go in a museum and they have shit stolen from everywhere that you might want to see any damn way. Stay your punk ass home. All right, you want to go somewhere and see some shit? Go outside and see the shit around where you fucking live. Oh, do you not like it? Does it make you want to go see some other shit? Then go get some seeds and plant some pretty flowers around where you live. Get with your neighbor. Get with your local comrades and plant some pretty flowers. Get with your local comrades. See if you can't get with the city and get some sort of permit to build a pretty community garden. Build a pretty local structure. Make something. Make culture where the fuck you are. Stop getting on these fucking planes, trains, and automobiles causing the problem. Nigga. Uh, continuing. Normally, uh, these are corals with robust red, orange, tan, and brown colors. But what Lazinski and other researchers saw when they dove were dead coral with brownish green algae settled on the lifeless skeleton to make it look quite drab, she said. Quite drab. It looks so drab. I want to know, because that was life there, right? The corals are alive. I don't know if you learned this in elementary school, but I learned this in elementary school, that the coral reefs are alive, which means they are um, not just a part of like the ecosystem, but they're biological. They're part of the biosphere. And seemingly a large part. There's going to be ripple effects that we should be looking into and getting ready to prepare for. And if you do want to replenish some shit, do it for the earth, not for the check. And really, not for the local economy. A bunch of checks that aren't even yours economy again what's that meme say every time you see economy in an article change that in your head to billionaires feelings right or the stock market billionaires feelings all right i'm good i'm right i'm i'm, I'm an irritated guy uh let's continue uh on the associated press not only are staghorn and elkhorn populations dwindling so much that they are on the endangered list, 
but they are critical to the vast community of different types of coral because they are framework builders that provide the structural framework for the coral habitat. For the coral habitat, Lazinski said, for some reason my recording just automatically decided to stop. I have plenty of hard drive space. I don't know why the recording just stopped, but it did. Let's continue. Even though the researchers were diving to check up on the human-planted coral at Horseshoe Reef, the second northernmost reef they looked at, an area Lazinski gazed at was once a wild colony of elkhorn coral that was more than 100 years old. Um, she says, quote, I saw them in June and they were alive. In July, they were starting to die because of the heat stress. And at this point, we have not found a patch of living tissue on any of those wild colonies of Horseshoe Reef. So that was very hard to see. End quote. While I'm over here wondering if these things can feel pain, can you imagine if the coral reef, like, can feel pain, then it's burning to death right there on the spot. All right. That's what we're dealing with. Uh, we continue. In the five reefs, not reefers, that the team visited, they did see some wild coral alive and well, Lazinski said. Um, brain or boulder coral um, second uh, seemed to do better, but still had large amounts of death. Oh, that's what made it happen. My cat is in my lap and smacking his tail on the keyboard and his tail hit the space bar key that made my recording stop. Now I know how my recording stopped a couple of minutes ago. And now the cat is out of my lap and no longer doing that. This is home studio programming. <laughs> All right, as we continue. The Joint Federal-Private Project plans to spend at least $97 million to place coral species grown on land or in ocean nurseries across seven sites. Some of the species are... Um, are the same as what was already in the water and had been badly hurt by warmer seas. But some had been crossbred to be hardier, Lazinski said. It's too early to tell whether the um, hardier corals survived more. So grown on land or in underwater nurseries... Wherever those underwater nurseries are, they might want to try to find a way to just make those the new locations. Like, this area around the Florida Keys, climate change ain't stopping. They ain't doing shit to stop it. They only want to do it for um, tourist attractions, which would bring more people on planes, trains, and automobiles on down there, burning more fossil fuels, which caused the problem. You know, and the Pentagon, they're not great. 
So why even build it back there when it's that close to the equator in climate change? It's going to die every single time. You're literally actively and deliberately breeding, cultivating, and raising instant death. This is what the profit motive brings us. I'm unhappy. Continuing. The uh, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, they measured days of water temperature at the planting sites, hitting 93 degrees. 93 degrees in the water. The fuck, yo? Nigga, make everybody a bowl of top ramen out this motherfucker, man. Come on. All right, 93 degrees in the water. With it reaching 94 degrees in another location. Hotter, yes. Um, so, uh, an individual by the name of Mark Eakin enters the article. And Mark Eakin um, is a NOAA Coral Monitoring Chief and is now um, a corresponding secretary for the International Coral Reef Society. All right, so Mark Eakin currently works as the corresponding secretary for the International Coral Reef, not a reefer, society. And Mark comes in the article to tell us, what happened in 2023 was absolutely devastating. They were actually seeing temperatures that they didn't think were possible. End quote. Thank you, Mark. While the Caribbean coral reefs were devastated during the record high water temperatures last year, well, Mark tells us, quote, well, 2023 wasn't as bad as we feared in the rest of the world. End quote. Totally nailing the impression. I know this is how he sounds. I'm probably super wrong. Uh, Earlier this month, the NOAA revised its Coral Reef Watch Alert system to add new higher level, to add a new higher level heat stress categories because of the worsening climate change. It's the equivalent of adding a category six to hurricanes, Lazinski said. Let's note that moment. In all our years of climate change coverage, let's note that it's so bad they're adding new categories to describe it. Huh. It's almost like that's the real living, breathing document. Constitutionally speaking, of course. Continuing for some reason. So, um... We're going back to uh, Mark Eakin. Uh, Mark Eakin at the University of Victoria, um, a coral biologist named Julia Baum, they worked together and both said that this raises legitimate concerns about trying to repopulate coral reefs by putting the coral back in water that is just getting too warm. Well, maybe I shouldn't have done some of my commentary a few minutes ago and just kept reading the article. Shouldn't I have? Well, I didn't, because I'm a man, 
And we don't think before we act, do we? I try. Continuing. So, now we're quoting from Julia Baum, um, who is a, uh, a choral biologist at the University of Victoria. And Julia Baum tells us, quote, A choral restoration is almost certainly doomed to fall under climate change. Attempting coral restoration in today's hot oceans is like trying to refurnish a house while it's still on fire. Our oceans are now dangerously hot for coral reefs continuing to heat up because of climate change. End quote uh, from um, Julia Baum in an email. I'm sure she cc'd the Lord in that one. In Jesus' name, gay men. Continuing, now we're going back to the homegirl Lazinski, who thought of the economy first. And Lazinski said that she understands that concerns, understands that concern and researchers are looking to uh, looking to see what they could do to breed more heat resistant coral. Jesus Christ, she is the Hillary Clinton of this project. <laughs> God damn. Um, uh, we're closing this article with a clo- quote from Psycho Fuck Lazinski. Um, she says, Hey, buddy, it's not a silver bullet. There has to be global reduction in fossil fuels um, derived in fossil fuel derived emissions, major policy changes. But for now, if we want to have any of the economic or ecological benefits of the reefs, we do have to do our best to conserve, be good stewards and restore to the degree we can. So let's just let it see known. Most likely, what you're going to see in the next five to ten years, all right, next five to ten strong, is attempts by science nerds as they are pushed forward by capitalism and not really by scientific interest inquiry, right? scientific curiosity no it will be pushed by capitalism to make GMO coral reefs get ready it is going to be fucking stupid especially if now we're throwing out the ifs because now this is future speculation said with full ass confidence but with a little if in the middle if if was a fifth right if there's a patent <laughs> on these um, on these GMO coral reefs that will be happening, well, let's be very fucking clear, that's going to happen, all right, because profit. If there's a patent and it's owned by, oh, I don't know, Musky Space Boots, Inc. If Musky Space Boots, Inc., owns that patent if somebody makes like some mistake or something or does a little whoopsie daisy 
or even if a scientist is down there researching the coral reef and damages it a little bit, and I'm talking like a square foot, like let's say they break off a bit to take back to a lab and test it on the land, they're going to get sued for that. They're going to get sued for that, baby. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be even more interesting if more trade deals pass, more neoliberal trade deals, right? Like a trans-Pacific partnership type deal. And what if one corporation, you know, takes their bought off politicians and they get legislation passed that lets them engage in activities that make them money, but damage the coral reefs. Then the owner of the new GMO coral reef patent can sue the local government and the tax paying local residents for how much money they projected they would make in the coming fiscal year before the damage happened. Future reporting is going to be fun, and I am incentivized to try to stay alive longer so that I can do it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, folks, let's uh, move the hell on. Wine Cellar Media, folks. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. Check it out. If enough of you father muckers come in at one little punk ass dollar. You can buy me out of factory work and I will be on this microphone for you. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are.